Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It all started in January 2019. Social media was filled with ads on the latest diet trends and detox teas. The display windows on the high streets had signs saying, Get fit with us. Next to mannequins wearing yoga tides. And the queues outside the gyms were suddenly twice as long as one month before. This isn't unusual in the beginning of a new year, but this time I decided to once and for all question this obsession of the perfect body. I'm an advocate of aiming for a healthy lifestyle, but the word healthy should include mental health. As a young woman myself, I know how much impact media has on body image and self-esteem, and the lack of representation that leads to more and more people suffering from eating disorders. As a photographer who uses art to raise awareness of social injustices, I decided that I wanted to challenge the beauty standards seen in media. I reached out on Instagram looking for self-identifying women who wanted to be portrayed in their bedrooms, wearing whatever underwear they felt comfortable in. This resulted in me spending most weekends in different houses and lots of new friendships. I quickly realised that this was much more than a photo series. The conversations behind them are just as important. In this podcast, I will invite these girls to share their stories. It's going to be highs and lows where we will talk about everything from fashion to mental health issues, activism to family relationships, and most of all, body image. After speaking with all these women, I've understood how similar our experiences are, but how stigmatised it is to show vulnerability. This is a safe space where you are invited to take part of a new wave of women who've had enough of feeling ashamed. My name is Fanny Beckerman, and this is Women of My Generation. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, it wasn't that long ago since I was here last time. No, I can't remember when it was. But about a month ago, yeah. I think. Yeah. In your bedroom, taking mm-hmm. photos of you. <laughs> and uh, we know each other a bit from before, and I follow you on Instagram, and I read your blog. Yes. Spoonful of Alice, where you write a lot about your passion for food. Mm-hmm. But also some political content, so you write about feminism and about LGBTQ plus rights. Yeah, anything, basically anything that comes into my mind. I like to call myself like a bit of everything broader, yeah, if you that's like, great. because, mm. you know, no topic is off bounds. Mm. I like to try and cover anything that's kind of affecting me in any way, just yeah. and sort of share my thoughts. Mm. And lately it's been a lot about your confidence and your relationship to your body. Yeah. Um, 
And to me, you're definitely an advocate for body positivity. But yeah. when we met, you told me that that hasn't always been the case. No, and, definitely not. Um, in the beginning, you kind of used your digital platforms to promote the diet culture in yeah. a way and share your experience. I mean, that's literally exactly what I did. So mm. the reason why I first started my blog was because I decided that I... This, this was in 2015. <clears throat> and I decided that... Like once and for all, I wanted to like I wanted to lose weight and like I wanted to you know like look my best and I've been researching all various different diets that I could do and stuff. Like weirdly, I don't really know why. Like I don't know why that time because um, I've always been like what is deemed overweight basically since mm. I was quite young. Um, but all of a sudden, I decided that I wanted to change that. And um, when I uh, I basically found out about Slimming World, which is the diet that I did decided mm. to do. Mm. Um, <clears throat> through like Instagram and so I would oh, follow really? yeah so that's how I found that mm. and then I followed all these like slimming weight loss bloggers and then when I started to do it myself I decided that I was going to start a blog and my <laughs> so my blog now is called mm. A Spoonful of Alice mm. it was called when I first started I called it A Spoonful of Sweetener I'm not joking oh As, wow yeah yeah that's what it was that's mm. what it was called originally mm. Um, I changed it, to be fair, it didn't stay like that for that long, because when I first started posting, I was doing, like, diet recipes, like, diet tips, blah, blah, blah. It's horrible. I hate mm. thinking about it. It makes me feel sick. Mm. Um, and really... And sad, actually. But then um, then I changed it to A Spoonful of Alice because I um, basically didn't just want to post about that. I was still posting a bit about that, but I wanted to make it more varied. Mm. But then that led on nicely to when I decided that I was going to completely reject that whole yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah. And then now it's like, I would say a, a lot of my content anyway, like you said, is mm. like body confidence, like, exactly. um, like self-worth mm. stuff, like mental health stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been a, a journey and you mm. can, I've deleted a lot of the old posts mm. now. Um, what pisses me off is that I left a couple of like recipes up because they're just recipes, yeah. um, but they are technically from like the Slimming World days, and um, and they they are still to this day my most viewed posts every oh, really? day. Yeah, every single day they get like they get like however many views, and they're mm. always at the very top when mm. I check my stats, and I'm like, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah. But <laughs> I have mm. like a um, I've put them in a section uh, of my website like a category that's called um, like food and drink I think or something like that. And then at the bottom, it's like other things you might be interested in. And whenever you go on one of those recipes, there's a post at the bottom called, um, I think it's called like Slimming World, uh, no, like Weight Loss Versus um, Body Positivity, Why I Quit Slimming World. Oh, and I do notice. So good. Yeah, so, and I do notice that people obviously scroll to the bottom and mm. then they're like, oh, weird. Yeah, and then yeah. they read it. So at least that content is exactly. getting pushed to the right mm. people. So I'm not removing those recipes, no. even though they are kind of a hark back to yeah, the days. Yeah. Of when it first started, but Definitely. yeah. But this podcast <laughs> is all about like um, how much media and our surrounding affect um, the way we look at ourselves. So I thought it would be the perfect opportunity to have yeah. you as my first guest because yeah. you've been on both sides of it. Yeah, yeah. Which I I hate it. I really hate it. But then you don't. You know, it was just a product of the society that we live in. Like that's mm. what you know. That's what sort of made me the way that I was back then and made me have those feelings. And I, you know. Sometimes I have to remind myself that I wasn't a bad person for feeling that way. Nobody mm. is. None no. of us. It's just. It's just the way that we're sort of molded to think. Mm. 
um, and thankfully I've managed to come out the other end yeah. uh, and obviously it's still a journey mm. I still deal with things all the time but like it's got more positive for yeah. me, definitely because you started dieting very early didn't you yeah mm. yeah I mean like diet culture has just been in my life for like as long as I can remember and again this is nothing like I, I wouldn't want to like place any blame on anyone or no. say anyone you know did anything that they shouldn't have done but I so I um when I was younger when I was like six my uh, my mum and dad broke up and I don't really know what happened exactly but like I put on quite a lot of weight after that period whether it was like that I was kind of comfort eating or maybe I, I think potentially it was like you know it was a difficult time so therefore like taking us you know bad bad in like quotes places to eat you know places mm. the kids want to go to eat like a lot of the time are rewarding us with treats and food and things oh, yeah. like I think that probably had something to do with it anyway I sort of like uh became what was seen as like an overweight child mm. and um when I was I think 11 I found my old diaries the other day mm. and I talk about it there and I was 11 when I was writing that and um I joined Weight Watchers with my stepmom because mm. she was doing it mm. um and so like that idea of you know, so I knew that my body was sort of wrong, if you like, from a really young age. And, and how did you know that? Do you remember? Well, I mean, I guess just things that people say or like, you know, other like other kids at school and stuff, although kind of less so that at that age, because mm. kids don't really care. Mm. It's, you know, children don't care what they look like and they yeah. don't care what other children yeah. look like. Either adults mm. care what children mm. look like and then that can instill things on the other kids or whatever we are taught so early on how what we should look like yeah Mm. exactly and I think like and again this is like nobody's fault but people around me like when I was growing up I think like if you grow up kind of in the care of people who have their own body insecurities Mm. this is not their fault but it does you know it projects onto you and then you have those concerns Mm. yourself and you're you know if you're around people who are hyper aware of what they eat what they look like you know mm. and then that automatically sort of makes you question yeah. how you look what you eat whether yeah. you're doing the right things and blah 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 so I think I just yeah I knew from from a young age that like I wasn't deemed normal if you mm. like mm. um then at the age of 15 why did you s- decide to write about it on your blog well, so sorry, so 2015. That I, oh, yeah, so sorry. Yeah, I, I was like, I mean, I just, I, weirdly, I don't really know why I decided to start losing weight. Mm. Like, I, I mean, I have a bit of a peppered history with my, with my kind of, with my weight and things. Um, and when I was at school, like, after I stopped, I stopped doing, like, all the Weight Watchers stuff, I just think I just, I just said, as a child that I didn't want to do it anymore and that did stop and that's really brave yeah mm-hmm. I remember like saying I, I, it was a big deal you mm-hmm. know because I was like I just don't don't want to and um, it was a really long time ago so I don't remember that clearly but I know that that did happen and then um and then when I was at school and stuff I kind of didn't I, I think I stopped caring like I, I was aware that I was like you know, a bit bigger, I was, I didn't wear everything that I maybe 
wanted to wear. I was wet, you know, I sort of had those thoughts, oh, that's not for someone of my size, I can't wear this, mm. I can't wear this. Mm. You know, oh, one day when I'm skinny, I'll wear that kind of thing. I think I always had that in my head mm. that one day that was going to happen. Yeah. But I just didn't really ever put it into practice. It's, again, that's down to, like, media and pop culture. Because I remember, yeah. like, there's an episode in Sex and the City where they talk about, like, skinny jeans and how they one day yeah. they'll fit in those jeans. Yeah. That's constantly the goal. Yeah. And I just... I don't think I was ever... I was... Yeah, when I was sort of a teenager, I wasn't, like, conscious that I wanted to lose weight like right then right there but I think I was always conscious that one day I would mm -hmm. if you see what I mean mm. um and like I was always quite confident and stuff but I was never um and you know I was confident bubbly had lots of friends didn't have any problems in that in that respect but I never saw myself as like an attractive person mm. like that was that and I kind of you know growing up I never if I like liked somebody mm. I didn't pursue it like, mm. I didn't really allow myself to, yeah. like... Because, like, I, like you mentioned before, like... Um, well, I talk about LGBT stuff because I'm gay. Mm. <laughs> Makes mm. sense. Mm. Um, but I didn't allow myself to explore that aspect of oh. my life for a really long time. Because mm. I was just like, if you have to deal with that, you have to deal with, like, what you look like and whether you're attract attractive to other people. Mm. And currently... I just don't care either way, and that, and it's like a protective, yeah. a protective thing. Mm. And I think that that's sort of something that, like, I put up myself. Mm. You know, I like, you know, if I, if I, if if I don't sort of care about what anybody else thinks I look mm. like, or mm. you know, however anyone else feels about what I look like, then I'm protected against that. Yeah, you know. I also think there's a difference between like confidence and self-esteem. Mm. Like confidence is how you present yourself out yeah. in the world, but self-esteem is kind of how you feel yourself when yeah. you're on your yeah, own. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, and you can be feeling all these things inside, but repressing them and not re not allowing them to come to the surface. And I do think that that was yeah part of when I was growing up, sort of in my teens, and then when I went to uni as well. Like my sexuality just. I didn't allow that, I didn't explore it at mm, all. Mm. It was terrifying to me. And when mm. I eventually did, um, like, it, yeah, it was... And I think it's all, I think it's all linked, okay. um, mm. personally. Because, yeah. yeah, I just... It took a long time for me to sort of uh, allow myself to be, like, I don't know, like, desirable to mm. people mm. or, like, understand that that might be the case and dip my toe into, like, that, that world. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like that was... Because of lack of representation as well, or yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Maybe I mean, what like representation as in bigger bodies in the media and things like that. Yeah, and or... also about um, other LGBTQ like the yeah. community. And, and... I would say, I don't know. It's it's a weird one. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in like a relatively kind of conservative area. Like like there was gay people, but it was definitely you know it was a big deal mm. it, it, you know it would be talked about it would be you know um so uh, I don't know whether that was part of it um and then obviously I came to uni I came to uni in Brighton like it was funny like <clears throat> excuse me it's funny like I came to uni in Brighton and I knew that I wanted to be here mm. uh, I knew and I 
I sort of, you know, I knew that Brighton is like the gay capital of the UK and for some reason, even though I didn't really know myself, I was like, that's where I want to be, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, I was like one mark off getting into Sheffield University mm. and I was so happy that I didn't because I knew that this was like where, you know, it's going to be best for me. But even yeah, when I came yeah. here, like, it took me a good couple of years to come up to anyone and then after that, I started even though I came out, I still didn't explore it. Mm. I was still scared to do that. Mm. Um, so yeah, like it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, but again, but... you've done such a big journey then personally as well. Mm. Um, and if you look at your blog now, do you feel like you have a responsibility towards your readers? Um... Yeah, I do. I do. Um, and I think I've sort of, I think I've always felt a bit of guilt. So since I sort of, switched quite suddenly from being like a weight loss advocate who was like constantly talking down about themselves and you know mm. um sort of really advocating diet culture yeah yeah mental mm. uh so and then I switched obviously to kind of what I do now and the last few months especially has been a bit of a turning point and I've I've really realized that that is something that I feel really passionately about mm. um and I've been talking about it a lot, uh, and I think I feel I do feel like a certain element of guilt because I know that so many people that follow me now started following me back like back then, and that was mm. the reason they started following me. So now I feel that I have an audience who have those feelings about themselves. Oh, that's so true. You know, mm. so I'm like so many of these people like have dealt with like you know, and I notice because I follow a lot of them too, obviously, and it, and I've noticed a lot of people have kind of rejected it, um, mm. which is good, but I've also had to unfollow follow huge amounts of people because, mm. like, I just didn't want that to be in my feed mm. anymore. Mm. I needed to just get rid of it. Yeah. So, yeah, the, knowing that is a big thing. Um, my other... And, and one thing that I do have to do sometimes is if I have, like, a low body confidence day, which does happen, like, quite often, I won't lie, mm. um, it's like... I feel that I have, like, a bit of a duty to, like, get past it. Mm. And, you know, if I have, like, a pair of black skinny jeans where you can see, like, the entire outline of my stomach, mm. and that day I'm like, I don't feel like I can wear these, I feel like, no, like, you kind of owe it to yeah. all the people who will see you wearing these mm. um, and be like, oh, that girl is, like, looks like me and mm. she's wearing that and, mm. like, she is looking really confident, I could do that too. Um, so that's so I feel that, yeah. yeah that's incredible. Yeah. Because we're in that time of the year now where it's like loads of people have New Year's resolutions mm. about like changing their bodies. Yeah. And so, yeah, let's talk about like different tips and tricks um, yeah. that you use for getting past this kind of pressure and stress. Yeah. So you said you unfollow people. And, and that's a big one. Yeah. That's a really big one. So, you know, um, like you said, it's like New Year's resolution time, people, every, yeah, hundreds, millions of people make resolutions that they want to change the way that their body looks, mm. um, and, you know, that kind of culture is all around, and you'll see it everywhere you look, mm. you know, um, and if you want to reject that and kind of uh, do something positive for yourself instead that's a lot more healthy, mm. ironically, um, uh, like, things like going through your Instagram feed, mm. like you said, and looking at anybody on there, it doesn't matter who they are, whether you've known them for years and, you know, they 
went to your school or like whether you never met them or like mm. just it, it doesn't matter unfollow anyone who makes you feel like you should be diff like you should be something yeah. else yeah. in a negative way you know mm. Mm. that you should change yourself or makes you kind of feel like Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I don't know. Like, jealous or, mm. like, you are wrong mm. or, you know, and fill it mm. in, those, in their place fill it with people who inspire you and lift you up and fill it with not just people who look like you, although do do that, mm. but people of every age, shape, size, mm. like ethnicity, um, ability, mm. like all sorts of things. Because I've done that now and I just noticed that it's had a big, it's caused a shift in like the way that I view beauty because mm. I think that I now, yeah, I like you just notice that it's in, has lots of different forms and that like beauty standards are just bullshit basically you know and there's so many good accounts nowadays so many do you have any you can recommend yeah so i mean my absolute favorite person in the world is um body posi panda as i'm sure i was about to say yeah she's incredible yeah and again like so she's somebody who i've followed for a really long time i've read her book that's another New Year's resolution you should have. Read her book. Yeah, I have to do that. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Really good. Um, like, and that was... Because she talks about Slimming World and that specifically, which is what I obviously followed, uh, and how okay. and you know how ridiculous it is and how you know they want to make money, so they don't want you to lose weight forever. They want you to keep coming back, and it's whatever. It's just great. You've got to read it. Yeah, it's just diet culture mm. profits from women's insecurities. Exactly. Mm. And it really changed... It had a huge shift in how I feel about like that whole area. Mm. And, um, and she just... Like, I think uh, part of it is that her body shape is very similar to mine, I would mm. say. Um, so she wears things, and I'm like, oh my god, like, she looks amazing in that, so mm. therefore I can wear something like that. Yeah. And that's exactly how, you know, like I said, I feel like I have a bit of a du- duty to do that because mm. she's done that mm. for me. Yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, I mean, I would, like, I think when I did my photo shoot with you, yeah which was, like, if anybody hasn't seen it, then go look. But also, <laughs> I was kind of just in, like, a bra and, bra and knickers, mm. like, sitting down, mm. which is, you know, big deal. I looked through her posts because she does that all the time, yeah. and she looks incredible. Mm. And That's so true, because yeah. today we see loads of pictures of women and in the underwear, but they always stand up or posing yeah. or know exactly yeah. how they move. And exactly, like exactly. So, I mean, yeah, if you don't follow her, you have to. Mm. There's also, like, for me, um, just the whole, 
there's the body positivity movement, which if you follow the hashtags on Instagram, you'll find loads of accounts. However, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> um, you'll also find um, in there lots of examples of kind of fitness bloggers and wellness bloggers and things like that who are using um, the term body positivity. Yeah, to, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's. Um, so actually, uh, I, wrote, I wrote a blog post recently because I didn't realise that um, body positivity is a really sort of specific term for a marginalised group of, of bodies, if you mm. like, and people. And I don't actually fit into it. No. So because... Um, so it was started by, uh, I think I'm getting this right, uh, like plus-size uh, Jewish and black women, um, who, uh, like a group of, group of women who basically felt that their bodies weren't represented, you know, mm-hmm. they were above a certain size or they were like marginalised in some other way, so maybe they were like um, not able-bodied or they um, or they were like a person of colour, for example, mm-hmm. um, and it was started by them for them, for mm-hmm. truly marginalised bodies, you know, bodies yeah. who uh, struggle to find clothes in just your everyday mm-hmm. shop mm-hmm. or, you know, people who... Uh, if they eat in public, like, uh, do so in fear of ridicule, for yeah, example. Yeah. People like me, mm. like, so, from what I've kind of read when I've done research, uh, it's kind of above a size 16, essentially, mm. uh, you can, uh, you would fit within that community, but I'm, like, um, a size 14 to 16, mm. and therefore I don't actually... I don't use the term body positivity to talk about myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you use? I like to say like body confident or body mm-hmm. accepting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and it's a it's a huge thing because people, uh, if you ever challenge that with somebody, mm-hmm. uh, so maybe so you know there's a huge, really important group of um, of advocates who are out there like posting um about body confidence mm-hmm. you know but they essentially you know they're slim like they you, you would never they would never get shouted in, out shouted out in the street they're not yeah. marginalized they are you know generally accepted by society and praised by society for the way that they look yeah, yeah. that is not to say that they can't still have body confidence issues no. absolutely not but the way that i've explained the body positivity body confidence thing like the nuance there is that Body positivity really should be with a capital B and a capital P because mm. it's a social, political movement, mm. um, and it's specific to a certain group of marginalised people. Yeah. And it's a little bit like so. For example, you know the word pride, mm. right? Mm. You can't uh, like your everyday person who's not in the LGBTQ plus community can say you know, of course I can be proud, why can't I be proud of who I am, and blah, 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 blah. Mm. But, and you're not saying that, you know, it's not saying that you can't be proud of who you are, you can't be proud of your own sexuality, despite not being in that community. Um, But pride, with a capital P, Mm. is specific to that one group of people, and that's fine, you know, and you should respect that. Um, And if you're an ally to that community, Mm. you can still have your place there as an ally, Mm. Same with body positivity. Yeah. I feel like myself, I'm sure you're the same. Mm. I, I absolutely feel like I'm an ally to that community. Yes. So part of being an ally is knowing your place within it. That's you so know? true and so important that you yeah. raised that. Um, so I wrote a whole post on it and one of my friends was like, I, I, said, I told him about that. I was like, actually, 
like I've found out that I can't call myself or, or I shouldn't you can't say can't but I shouldn't call yeah. myself body positive I want to respect that community um, and he was like I don't understand I was like go read my blog and then afterwards he was like oh right okay yeah yes. I get it now you're so, educating people yeah so um, and it's you know it's such a subtle difference but mm. language like that is really important yeah it you is know? Um, but how should we tackle or how do we feel about companies using the term body positivity for commercial benefits? It's a, we we yeah. talked about that last time and obviously it can be seen as really uh, problematic. Yeah. Uh, but also if, it's, if they don't use the term body mm-hmm. positivity but mainly show diverse bodies... Yeah. Is that a problem or not? It's such a difficult one because Mm. at the end of the day, any company, any company, like whether they're big or small, their kind of main aim is always going to be to make money and to capitalise on things. Mm. Um, So obviously, this is that's more more talking about like big big kind of corporate companies and things like that. Uh, So, but then at the same time, it's kind of good that this is a trend because. Mm. You know, I would much rather that the trend was, um, like, people of all shapes and sizes yeah. um, and putting them, like, out there and rather than, like, one type of beauty, which yeah. it has been historically. Yeah, yeah, always. However, the problem is that companies sort of pretend or mm. seem like they are... Um, promoting all types of bodies everybody is you know everybody is beautiful blah 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 I'll give an example um which is the recent simply be campaign Mm -hmm. um where I can't remember what the exact tagline was but it was like your new icons or something Mm. and it was like uh basically saying you know now this type you know women of every body and color and size whatever um are the people that you should be looking up to but on their TV advert and in all of their marketing, all the kind of influencer marketing they did and everything, uh, the, I mean, I don't know the sizes exactly, but the women that they chose, not this, not these women's fault, obviously, mm. but the company chose, uh, like, women with curves in the right places. Yeah. No women above a certain size. Mm. Like, you know, women of colour, but, you know, kind of safe, Mm. They they played it safe basically, yeah. and it wasn't diverse mm. in any way. And women with curves in the right places have been a symbol of beauty for forever. Yeah, and that's not new. No. It's not new. And they're mm. pretending that they're doing something groundbreaking, yeah. and actually, it's absolutely not. Yeah. And you know, for a company who is a plus size brand, mm. like how much are you alienating mm. so many people? Um, and so yeah. yeah, I'm just worried that this is a trend that will pass, and then yeah. just go. That's the thing, mm. um, and that's that's what's difficult, and you don't know what's going to happen in the exactly. future. So, but then again, you can't. You don't want to be like upset that it's happening, mm. but you just want companies to, you know, if you're going to do it, fucking commit. You yeah, know, do it yeah. properly yeah, and sure. take what you call risks. You know, and mm. um, mm. don't sort of stay within the lines. What I did love. Um, was I think it was Gillette and mm-hmm. um, I saw a while ago they had uh, I can't remember the name of uh, the influencer but it was an influencer that they, they used as um, a model for a social media campaign mm. and like they had her like in a um, in a bikini and she looked she looked amazing but she was like you know 
absolutely a body positivity advocate and somebody that people would look at and think I've never seen somebody mm. with that body shape yeah. in you know mainstream advertising mm. before mm. and that's amazing mm. um yeah times are changing and there was backlash mm. real backlash mm. um so I'm like well that's you know that's that's the kind of thing that I think we need to be doing yeah um so yeah I just think that it needs to be if it's going to be done like you know do it properly yeah. don't half don't mm. you know half ask things or whatever yeah. um but speaking yeah. about the future so this project is called women in my generation mm. but it doesn't just affect women in the 20s or 30s like we talked a bit about before like older women projecting their own eating disorders on us yeah but also what can we do for the, the future generation do you have any thoughts on how to prevent it from like happening to you another seven-year-old yes yeah, yeah um I mean I think that obviously there's all this stuff happening kind of in the media and mm. I mean whether or not companies are all doing what they should be doing hopefully some of it is trickling down and is having an effect and um, I think that the whole like influencer marketing thing and using you know marketing using literally everyday people mm. people who are just like us that's helpful, I think. Mm. Um, in terms of what we can do personally, yeah. I think that if you know some um, somebody of that age, or, well, any age, really, mm. um, and you're talking to them about uh, food or, like, like, image or anything like that, be really careful with the language that you use. Yes. Um, people think that kids don't understand things and mm. don't take things in, do. but I remember mm. stuff that people you know, little passing comments that people thought I didn't hear or thought I wouldn't understand, thought I was too young to, to get and they have stuck with me to this day, mm. you know. So be very aware that the language that you use now will carry for a really long time and has a, a profound effect yeah. on, you know, the way that people feel about themselves. Um, I think that when you're talking to somebody, if you're if you're paying someone well, anyone, like I said, but especially somebody that young, if you're complimenting a young girl, for example, like, don't just talk about what they look like. Because no. that is, to me, that's the least important thing about anybody yeah. in this world, is yeah. what they look like. Mm. Um, you know, if, for example, so when it comes to the whole health and weight thing, mm. um, I understand that, like, as a parent, you... You know, you look for things like that, like weight changes and things, to be potentially a concern about health or mm. mental health mm. or whatever. But don't just because I know that Weight Watchers are doing, you know, are offering programs for kids again. Yeah. That's that's become a thing, yeah, yeah, or yeah. they're they're marketing it. Don't stick them in Weight Watchers. Mm. Work out, you know, ask them if they're okay. Talk mm. to them, like, but don't make it a big deal because sometimes weight fluctuates you know yeah. especially when you're young like, exactly and worry about how they're feeling their mental health and kind of other health issues before you're concerned about what they look like yeah. um so I think that's that's a big deal I think food wise like if you're raising a child for example like don't teach good or bad foods don't yeah. teach that like you know, it's a it's a, a sneaky treat to eat things. Mm, you know, mm. and you have to sort mm. of. Um, I think what I what I felt when I was growing up was that like it was a sin to be hungry. Mm. Like 
and you know it was something to boast about you'd be like oh no no I'm not hungry I'm only going to have like something really small and then later be hungry because obviously you haven't eaten what you need yeah. and then you end up overeating like yeah, that's what yeah, happens and yeah. yeah. um, so just listening to your body yeah mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. teach teach children to yeah be like like what what do you want what does your body need mm-hmm. you know treat your body well but part of that is listening to it mm-hmm. and I just think that if you're craving a bit of chocolate mm-hmm. Eat it, then. Yeah. You know, don't eat like other things, pretending to be like substitutes for chocolate, and then later on be like, actually, fuck it, I'm gonna eat the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. eat about ten times more than. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's sure. just so much healthier mm. to just be like, what do I need and want, and try, try so hard, because it's difficult once once you're there to get rid of these good and bad labels for yeah. food. That's something that I've been working on mm. so much, and it's so difficult. Mm. But if you just never have that in the first mm-hmm. place, then, you know, I, I mean, I remember, like, when I read Body Posse Panda's book, and um, I realised that she talked about, you know, the day that she realised that some people don't worry about what they eat, as in, like, you know, they don't see things as good or bad, they're just like, oh, what do I fancy? I'll yeah, eat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get on with their lives. Mm, you yeah. know, they don't then spend, like, forever worrying about, like, whether it was, like, good or bad to have done that. Mm. They just eat what they fancy mm. until they've satisfied whatever need that was mm. and then carry on. Yeah. And then and I that blew my mind mm. because I don't think I've ever felt like that. No. I think I've always, always been sort of... Whether I've kind of cared about it or not at different stages of my life... Mm. I've always been very, very of the, like, well, of the kind of opinion that there's good and bad foods, mm. and that is that. Is that. Yeah. Um, and there's so much conflicting information as well, because, yeah. you know, one diet plan, if you like, mm. will tell you that one food is terrible and another is great. Yeah, and it's exactly. just, it's ridiculous, the whole thing is ridiculous, so mm. just teach, teach young people to listen to their body, mm. um, and also teach young people that, like, it's okay if you look, like, you know, if you look different to other people, yeah. and... And there's no such thing as different to other people. Oh, yeah, exactly. Way, like, just different to media. Yeah. It doesn't really yeah. reflect other yeah. people in the society. People are just terrified mm. of, like, being... The idea of being bigger, mm. like, and being, like, the wrong size. Or It's just, it's, like, it's mental. Mm. It really is that that is... People are so scared of it. Mm. Um and then that manifests itself in so mm. many unhealthy things. Yeah. And it's like, look, if we all just kind of didn't really give a mm. shit, mm. <laughs> then so many problems would be solved. Yeah. Like, I just I just think, you know? But we live in a time where I feel like things are changing and there are, like we talked about, loads of people on Instagram yeah. who, who kind of challenge the norm that's been this far. Yeah. And I feel like I, we could sit here and talk forever about this. And yeah, that. there's so many, so many, like, things to explore. Yeah. It's like a minefield, yeah. but it's a really, really kind of important thing to be talking about and, yeah for sure yeah and yeah. I and I I'm really enjoying like exploring things and like I like the direction that my blog's taking because it's something that I feel so passionate about mm. and something mm. that I have been dealing with for such a long time yeah and I know that I'm absolutely not alone in that mm. so yeah definitely you know and it's really inspiring to follow you but unfortunately I think we have to wrap <laughs> this up now yeah <laughs> and thank you so much for being part of my No podcast. problem. Thank you very much for inviting me. I've had a really nice time. Yeah, just, so yeah, I'm excited to sort of 
hear other people's stories and thoughts mm. and mm. all that kind of thing. It's so important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Alice. No problem. Thank you very much. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.